today, John Fetterman checks himself into a mental hospital. The Biden administration refuses to give assistance to Ohio after the toxic train derailment. And Thomas Massey introduces a bill to abolish the Department of Education. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I just would like to note that uh, after my little intro there, my husband, who directs the show, got in my ear, and he was like, you said education weird there. And I'm like, that's because I'm a weird person. <laughs> and I, quite frankly, I think that that's why you watch this show. So you're welcome, everyone. I am joined today by Jakub Uyens, Blaze TV contributor and host of The Bottom Line, also joined by Stupercure, host of Stu Does America you should be subscribed to both of these shows. I mean, it's just what the cool kids are doing. And um, you should be peer pressured into it. So just do it. I'd say weird, but in the best way. I, I appreciate that. Right? I just, that's why I'm like, I don't, I'm really weird. I'm very, <laughs> I don't care. I'm just really weird. Um, so let's get, I, of course, we had our, our, our whole show planned today. And then there was breaking news, of course, as of the time of this taping, that uh, John Fetterman has checked himself into a hospital for mental health issues. So this is the Walter Reed uh, inpatient psychiatric unit. And uh, the, the statement read, Last night, Senator John Fetterman checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to receive treatment for clinical depression. While John has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks. Uh, he is receiving treatment on a voluntary basis, they said, and uh, that John is getting the care he needs. He will soon be back to himself. Now, this is like right after he was discharged from, what was it, George Washington um, Center, where he had been suffering. Uh, they said that he was lightheaded, right? Like he was at an event and he was lightheaded and he needed to go to the hospital. They ran a bunch of tests because obviously as a stroke survivor, uh, you're very careful with, you know, you, once you have a stroke, reoccurring strokes uh, become, you know, uh, more of an issue. And so they wanted to rule out a stroke. They said that they did. But um, some of the issues that he was having, reported as having, is that he would hear Anyone speaking to him, you would hear like the Charlie Brown's mom in the Peanuts, right? Like he couldn't, it was just indistinguishable. He could not hear. Um, and uh, so he had just been discharged from that. Now, all of a sudden, he's checking in for a little uh, luxurious little stay at the loony bin. And I got to tell you, like, I feel like probably we should have seen this coming. I, I hope he gets the care he needs. You never like to hear that people are suffering with mental health problems, depression. I realize that it's very rampant, but I would just like to point out that um, the likelihood of having some sort of emotional problem, depression, um, is significantly higher in stroke victims because of the, the way that it alters the brain. Mm -hmm. So not only do we have someone who literally cannot understand people speaking, Right. Cannot understand when someone is speaking to him has to have it on uh, an iPad or whatever because he can't understand you. He also 
is at risk for more mental health problems. He's checking himself into the loony bin. And I'm just saying, like, he's he is one of our lawmakers. He is one of our leaders of the United States. Maybe someone should have warned them that this could have potentially been a problem. We were talking football a little bit, you know, and there's 32. A little bit. You were talking football for 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, before the yeah, show. Okay, but there's 32 <laughs> active quarterbacks in any given season. It's an elite group. The, 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 the governors of the United States, it's an elite group of people. Small, small fraternity. It's same as the Senate and the House. Very small group of people. This is why Oz said not fit for office. And it's not a knock on a human being in his condition. I want him to get healthy. Right. I want his family to have a family member that's healthy but not fit for office. Because not fit for office prior to office, at the pressure of the office. Right. At the pressure of not being able to deal, can't hear. We knew he was not fit for office going into this. What was his reply? They say I'm fit for the office. He repeated that over and over and over. It was his answer. But wouldn't they release say, any records. But wouldn't release any records. But they say I can do the job. Another puppet in the hamster wheel, mm -hmm. selected, handpicked to be positioned because, he, hey, he's just following in the footsteps of the president or maybe the president should follow in his footsteps and check himself in. <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I'm not a Fetterman fan. Um, really? I'm not a Fetter stan, uh, as they say. Um, Do they really say that? No, they don't. Um, but I think they should. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I missed I that. I want to be a Fetter stan. That, um, that was good, Thank though. you, thank you. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, it's really sad, right? This is yeah. really yeah. sad. Yeah. This has been really sad from the beginning, right? This is not like I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a guy who likes Fetterman. I think he'd be a terrible senator if he was capable of doing the job, which he obviously isn't. But if he were to be capable, I think he'd be a very bad at this job. I don't think his policies would be helpful to the country, and I think he'd do harm to the country. Mm -hmm. That being said, you know this has been a sad incident. Anytime anyone has real health concerns like this, it's like it's really sad and disturbing. It was disturbing to watch him attempt to campaign. It was disturbing to watch him fail to attempt uh, to, to campaign. But like, you know, you look at what happened with Dianne Feinstein this week where, you know, she was unaware that she had announced her own retirement. Um, you know, she was elected, I don't know, 1875 or something. <laughs> and she's been there forever. And she went through a very long stretch where she got very well known and she had risen to high levels of the Democratic Party and she was reelected and, and she's in office. And then she starts having these problems and everyone's like, gosh, what do we do? What do we do? We're looking around. They're trying to cover for her. They have AIDS around her all the time. And like, while that's bad, and having someone who's in you know, her 80s and struggling in that way is bad, it's so much worse to elect someone for the first time after you've seen all those Correct. negative effects. Right. We were all aware that yeah. this was going on. And, and it's honestly one of the most embarrassing things this country has done mm -hmm. in, my, in my memory when it comes to politics. Mm -hmm. Electing John Fetterman is an embarrassment. Mm -hmm. It's not to say, like, I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for his family. We all understand that. But, like, to put a man like this in office and do this to him, mm -hmm. right? Like, this exactly. is putting him in this pressure cooker mm -hmm. made all of these things worse. Yep. And the fact that he's now dealing with this is no surprise. And, you know, look, Pennsylvania should be ashamed of themselves for putting him in office. It's a disgrace to the country. It's as if you're not taking this at all seriously. Mm -hmm. Now, look, the Republicans have had a bunch of crappy politicians as well. There's no doubt about that. And a lot of times people just pick by the party line. But this one was so obvious. He told you on stage a hundred times that he was not capable of doing this job. And now here we are. He's been in the hospital, what, three, mm -hmm. four times mm -hmm. yeah. in the month and a half he's been in office. It's just 
absolutely embarrassing. And, you know, what they're going to probably do is before six months of this, they're going to wind up, he's going to wind up leaving for health reasons. They're going to put somebody else in. Everyone's theorizing it may be uh, his wife. And maybe that was the plan from the beginning. But but where we are now is is, is a place that we shouldn't be in. Uh, On what grounds? So she's going to represent him in proxy or what grounds? Uh, They made a mockery. Pennsylvania made a mockery of the Senate Mm -hmm. and the, and the, the office. Mm-hmm. Not even the man. They made a mockery of the office, and now they're making a mockery of the man. He's now a mockery, and they did this to him. He didn't elect himself. You know, right. I, 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 but I also would like to bring in, now, now that we're talking about um, these people who clearly are not fit for office, I, again, the president of the United States of America himself, and what is the commonality behind all of these men? There is a woman who is pushing them and controlling them to do it. And it just is so disgusting mm-hmm. to me to watch the Fetterman's wife direct him around and, and, and tell the press, oh, we're not answering questions right now. We're, we're not here for an interview. And the same way that Jill Biden, you know, corrects Joe and answers questions for him and all is, is just so disgusting that the one person that you are supposed to Lynn. dedicate your life to, right, you've committed to in the eyes of God, you are putting out there For your to have right to have this happen to them, mm-hmm. knowing that they're going to be under all of this intense pressure, all of this intense scrutiny, knowing that they're going to fail, watching it happen, and ju- I guess the only conclusion I can come to is, I mean, I get more power this way, so I'm just going to let it happen. Yeah, but there's kids involved, Sarah. The man has children. I know. This is this is. This is so wrong. It's so disgusting to it's, me. That and these honestly, women just to Stu's point, it's, it's worse than Feinstein. It's worse than the president, even, because he's yeah. an old man. Yeah. Right, right, right. This no, man has teenagers. Yeah. For children who were paraded, by the way, for their fashion or their lack of fashion, for wearing their sweats, for his outfits. They, the mom pushed the kids to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So it's disgusting. It is. When, a, when, when that level of ambition, for self-gain, like a Jill Biden. I say she's abusing the husband. Yeah, uh, her husband. Now, that's abuse. So it is, uh, <clears throat> it's telling though, it's very telling. Uh, to your point, sir, where you said, you know, he uh, going, putting him out there and watching him fail. And it's like, I think that's how we would look at it, right? Mm. We would look at it that way because we would want our spouse to, to, to succeed and, right. and, and do good things for the country. For them, I think their standard is different. I think failure for them is just them not being in power. Mm. That's the failure. So the fact is, I think in their eyes, they've succeeded because they're holding the seat Mm. and he's in power. And, you know, that's all they really care about. They they obviously don't care about this man's well-being. They don't care at all. And it's, I mean, they'll they'll sit there, you know, the New York Times will write 574 stories about George Santos, which is a person I've never even heard of until like two (laughs) weeks ago. And yet, John, the the whole John Fetterman thing is is just out of their, off their radar. They don't care because, again, it's about power. They want Santos out of that seat because they want to get a little bit closer to getting the majority in the House. And they want Fetterman to stay in that seat because they want that majority in the Senate. And they don't care actually about either situation. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It is. um, It's really sad to see. Um, So I want to switch over to what's going on in Ohio, but I want to make sure that we have enough time to do that. So let's go ahead and take a quick break here and then we will be back with more on uh, the government denying federal aid uh, to the people over in East Palestine, Ohio. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. So if you are a man with, you know, maybe you got a bald spot, a receding hairline, whatever the case may be, I know it, it, it makes some men embarrassed, which you shouldn't be because it's just your genes. But 
If it's bothering you, you need to try keeps. Two out of three guys experience hair loss before they're 35, okay? So, like, you're not alone. But many men have had such good success with keeps. In fact, our very own Jason Buttrell was taking it for a while. He, did he not, grow back, like, a whole head of hair. Mm. He just grew it back. Now, he decided, like, I'm actually lazy and don't want to take care of my hair, so then he ended up buzzing it off. But we watched, we watched him transform into a man with hair again. It triggers a regrowth in like 66% of men. So you got to try it if this is something uh, that you are experiencing. So Keeps has clinically proven, FDA-approved hair loss treatments available online. You're doing everything online. You take a couple pictures of your hair, you send it in, and they deliver everything directly to your door. So you're not going to wait in waiting rooms at the doctor's office. You're not going to have to go to the pharmacy. It really is Really easy, and they're sending you the generic version, so you're going to save a ton of money. All right, you got to try it. You can go to keeps.com slash Y. Get a special offer right now if you go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has been, uh, apparently, according to him, speaking with uh, the administration, the Biden administration, daily. He also said he spoke with officials at the White House uh, earlier this morning to address the need for federal help. He said as a result of this conversation, the governor has requested assistance from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health and the Emergency Response Team, and the CDC to provide on-the-ground assistance in East Palestine. Uh, he also said on Twitter the DeWine administration has been in daily contact with FEMA to discuss the need for federal support. However, FEMA continues to tell Governor DeWine that Ohio is not eligible for assistance at this time. Governor DeWine, uh, he says, I will continue working with FEMA to determine what assistance can be provided. Um, and I said Governor DeWine. He did not refer to himself in the third person because that would be weird, right? Um, so obviously, unless you're living under a rock, you know the story. We've got the train derailment. They were carrying very, very toxic, uh, toxic chemicals, uh, hazardous chemicals, and at least some of them, vinyl chloride, uh, ethyl hexyl acrylate, I believe you pronounce it. They're carcinogens. Uh, vinyl chloride exposure is associated with an increased risk of a rare form of liver cancer, uh, brain and lung cancers, lymphoma, leukemia. Nothing good comes from these chemicals that were exploded and still, you know, resonate in the air, in the water, in this, well, this little town and potentially others, because as we do know, water isn't stagnant, right? It moves. There is a current. Um, and, you know, we see all of this. The wildlife is, is dead. The fish are dead. Um, I know uh, uh, Glenn on his radio show spoke with a woman who lived there who had um, uh, Dobermans, I believe, a breeder. She's a breeder. She had Dobermans. Um, she had a horse. And they were talking about, you know, all of the wildlife there that they had to get out. She said when they went back in there, and I, I've heard this account that people are going back in there and they're there for a short time and like their eyes are burning. They're, they are having actual physical symptoms of just being there. And yet the government is sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine to help Ukrainian citizens. And these people who literally were just minding their own businesses living in their homes now have nothing. And what are they gonna do? Move? You can't just move, right? And who's going to buy your house? Yeah. Because suddenly yeah. your property is not worth crap, yeah. right? They have nothing. And now the federal government says, nope, sorry, we can't. We can't help you. You don't qualify. 
I was supposed to speak in Ohio next week. Of course, it canceled, right? So the, the state is getting hit up, up, upon being hit. Yet FEMA has moved in and helps on both sides of the border for migrants. Um, there's not acid rain falling out of the sky in the border. Mm -hmm. Illegals are crossing. We shouldn't be helping. Uh, the ramifications here is now spreading, what is it now, 19 counties? 19 counties are seeing dead animals, are seeing people hurt. 19 counties. I mean, this is significant. And yes, weather moves. Uh, okay. Let's not even talk about some of the particles that is taking up stratospherically, freezing, moving a state over, raining. You, you can't. And then uh, the loss of time, wages, people can't work. How do you measure something like this? And, and then 5, 10, 15 years from now, all of a sudden, you know, you've got a oops, yeah, we kind of made a mistake there. If you lived in this area between the years of X and Y, uh, you now may have cancer and right. we're going to send you a stipend. Right. That's what happens. Well, 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 will they? Will they? Because I know the, the, the railroad company or whatever, Norfolk Southern, um, they have a, a third party company that's been going around trying to get all of these residents that actually live there to sign a form basically saying like, yeah, you're, you're not going to be liable for any You're signing nothing. You sign nothing. There have been so many. I know, many but they shouldn't. Have. People of should not sign. Of course they shouldn't. But they're signing away their rights, and they have no idea what's going to happen to them later on. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel for some of these people where, like, you know, look, you if you don't sign it, what happens, right? Like, they don't come in and check your house. They don't test the grounds. They You don't know what's going on. You don't have the money to go out and get it independently right. tested. Which but that's coercion. You can't make right. someone sign away future remedy yeah. in order to come deem that's your problem. I know they are, but yeah. this, is where the, this, uh, this is what I said the other day. This is such a great time in America for the good lawyers. They should have a field day right now because the left is giving you so much content yeah. to say, let's just go to town, man. Go, why, why protocol? Let's just talk about protocol, negligence. Mm -hmm. What about the class actions and negligence? How the situation was handled. That's not how you handle a, a typical hazmat situation. It's not negligence. So this, there should be suits for the next three decades on this, and yet that does not remedy a single person getting cancer. Doesn't no, help. Money doesn't fix true. that. Yeah, that's no, true. So, and for the government to look the other way and say we'll help the rest of the world, we'll help you know the migrants, we'll help everybody consistently, and we've said it. I'll say it again. They leave Americans behind. Um, yeah, America last. Yeah, I mean, and like I am. If we want to uh, adopt a new uh, system where the government, uh, the federal government in particular, does not step in every single time there's a tragedy, I'm perfectly comfortable yeah. with that. In fact, mm -hmm. I would love that. I think yeah. that's the way America used to work, and I think it would be a good thing for us to do. <coughs> However, we don't live in that world. Every time there's a storm somewhere, the government's <coughs> stepping in with all sorts of assistance, and in this one situation, they've decided to hold off and be, you know. You know, delicate with with their spending practices, which it seems seems like it's got to have another motivation, right? Like, I, if this was happening, like why? You know, right? If this right. was happening in uh, you know uh, New York City or you know in Long Island, uh, Staten Island, uh, you know, that would be a weird place, but it's possible. Uh, and if this is happening in an area where they cared about it, you know, this, this would be a much bigger story. They don't seem to care about these people there at all. And I, and I want to focus too. We've mentioned several bumbling idiots in our government during this broadcast already, but let's not let Mayor Pete slide here. Oh, uh, come on. You know, a guy yes. who is, he's, I mean, I can't, Okay, Elaine Chao was our previous uh, Secretary uh, of Transportation. You know her because she's married to Mitch McConnell mainly. 
Can you name another secretary of transportation that's ever existed? I mean, does any pop into mind? I, only one popped into mind. The only reason I could think of, of Ray LaHood was because he was the guy who did the stimulus. He was involved in the stimulus package with Obama. You go back to the 60s. You don't. This is a job you're not supposed to know. Why? Because this is like a referee in the NFL. You're not supposed to you notice them. You're job. not supposed to know their name. When you yeah. do their job, you don't think about them at all. We're constantly thinking of this idiotic mayor who is most famous for not fixing potholes in South Bend, Indiana. And for some reason, he's risen to this level based on identity politics and Joe Biden trying to get him out of, a way, out of the way as a competitor. And now he is, you know, uh, he's... Uh, making it so that we have to deal with all the negative consequences of this horrible hire, this diversity hire that should never have occurred. I mean, he had, we've been talking about Pete Buttigieg constantly because every two weeks there's another disaster. It's like the, this guy... And a no-show. And a no-show. And a no-show. He's followed on, by a no-show. Followed by a no-show. And again, this one seems to be yet another no-show, another catastrophe that's under his watch where he doesn't seem to be doing the right thing for the American people. It's exactly what you should expect out of a guy with his profile. Uh, but... You know, it is notable that they don't seem to have any interest in making this situation better. Well, don't worry, because he did come out and say uh, today, while this horrible situation has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly a thousand cases a year of train derailing. So. Oh, and they're like this. Uh, too, not with right? toxins falling from the sky and animals right. dying and fish dying in the river. Right, no. Right. No. So, so people over in East Palestine, Ohio. Not sure if you knew, but um, there are like a thousand other train derailments just like yours, okay? So not really a big deal, according to Pete Buttigieg, I guess. He just wants to minimize the whole situation so that he can go home and chest feed his kids or whatever the hell he's doing over there. Um, I, do I do have one more quick question for you, Stu. Hmm. So have we checked to see if any of the chemicals that were on the train were the same chemicals that you drank when you drank Roundup? Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, I, I mean, I... It didn't heat mine up. Um, you know, mine was okay, uh, mine true. was room temp. So yours was uh, not You, can, you can soothe yourself with that comment, Stu. But that was not the best idea. You do know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think drinking a, a you know a, a weed killer would ever be the best idea. I mean, there's always a better idea same. than that. Stu but, goes, uh, but I didn't heat it up. I didn't heat it he up. It was, it was not, not exploded. It was not exploded. I didn't smoke it. it you know, I mean, so we're having at least a little bit of a different. <laughs> I've, I've done other terrible things for my health, but right. I've never smoked Roundup. What have you smoked? Now, there's, that's a long list, and we're going to have to take some time. We don't have, we got to go to commercial. We, got, we don't have time. Oh, look, we're out of time. Um, all right, we, uh, we do have to take a quick break, and then I want to talk about uh, Thomas Massey introducing a bill to uh, get rid of the Department of Education. First, we want to thank new sponsor of the program, Thrive. So um, this is for you, ladies, okay? You got eyelashes, all right? And if you want yours to look amazing every day, you've got to try Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Um, I, I'm telling you, if you want lashes that look like they're, you know, you go and you get those extensions that they go and they glue in for you, but you don't want to deal with the prices, you've got to try Thrive. This mascara has more than 25,000 five-star reviews. And once you use it, I'm just going to say, you're going to figure out why. Um, it, I, I, I tried it. Um, you know, sometimes I, I wear the fake lashes, but I hate wearing fake lashes, but I want a mascara that is going to actually give me the lift and the volume and everything else um, that I like. And this mascara does just that. So 
you guys, uh, you've got to try it. And um, it's really going to dramatically uh, lengthen. It's made with cl clean, skin-loving ingredients, so you're not going to get parabens and sulfates and all those. Maybe some of the chemicals that were in that train derailment, I don't really know, but you're not going to get any of those in this. Uh, by the way, the keyword in Thrive Cosmetics is cause because they are on a mission to help people. Every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive so you can have amazing lashes and know that you are helping communities. You can try Thrive Cosmetics right now to see for yourself. Get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash Sarah. That is Thrive Cosmetics. It is spelled C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Sarah for 15% off your first order. Before we get into the next story, I do want to remind everyone, we are making a big change on YouTube. So if you are currently watching this on Blaze TV's YouTube channel, it is no longer going to exist on Blaze TV's what? YouTube channel. What? Yes. It's only going to be posted exclusively on the News and Why It Matters with Sarah Gonzalez YouTube channel. Whoa. That's a big change. It is How a big change. How come you haven't change. told anybody about that? Well. You should have told people. I, that's Sti what I'm trying to do. No, 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 no. She has to. Where have you been? Yeah, where um, have you been? I was watching the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> I wasn't right. going to bring it up, but Yaku did. I did. Um, so, but really, in all seriousness, you like, when you're done watching this show, or I don't know, right now you can go over, because it's also on the News and Why It Matters YouTube, go over there and make sure that you're subscribed so that you don't miss this, because I, I, they said that they were going to change this, and I was like, guys, you're going to have a bunch of pissed off people asking you where the hell the show is sure. if you don't let me tell people where to go to find the show on Monday. So make sure that you go subscribe so that you don't miss it. And for those of you who are watching on Blaze TV, thank you very much for being a subscriber. And if they mess it up, we'll just put it on the Pseudos America YouTube page. So just go <laughs> subscribe to that, too. Okay. Just saying, that's my, that's my backup backup. Yeah. <laughs> Opportunity. I love it. Opportunism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can appreciate that. By the way, if you'd like to buy some makeup, you can go to AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. Did we get all that out? Yes. Um, okay, so Thomas Massey has reintroduced a, a bill that would do away with the Department of Education. Um, it's, it is very simple. It literally just says the Department of Education shall terminate on December 31st, 2023. That's the text of the bill. The whole bill. That's the bill. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's not the description. That's the whole no, that's the bill. What more is there to say? <laughs> right. I will say he bill. could have easily made it shorter if he used the numbers for the date instead of saying December. That's a good you point. Know, that's, that's the a one thing. 12, 31, 23. Yeah. You wouldn't even have to do the 2023, just 23. Just 23. Just straight so, into the point. We'll, 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 we'll talk to Thomas hey, about look, that. Okay. I'm sure Eric July's dancing. He support, he'll support that 100%. Yes, but is it, does it have any any shot? No. Of course no. not. No. Right. I appreciate the persistence. And I don't think he is thinking that this is actually going right. to pass through committee it's, and make it in and right. go get a vote. Uh, it's the concept. I will tell you, though, it is a there's there's a storm brewing in school, school choice, money following the child, all that stuff. There's some there's some things happening. I was at this at the Texas Capitol yesterday. Yeah, tell us. Are we thinking that's going to happen in Texas? Because I know it's, it's starting. Yeah. yeah, it's it's moving. It's embarrassing that it hasn't happened already. I mean, this has been a yeah. top priority for conservatives for yeah, a long but time, but, but it's been we need to, much more focused. We need to talk lately. away from this a little bit. I'm all about money moving, but Stu, if there mm -hmm. are strings attached, and yes, if there's, there's and if there's oversight, right. Yep. right. And if it makes mm -hmm. its way into the yep. into the private school system, into the Christian school system, and more importantly. 
If that money makes it into the homeschool system and there are strings attached, if there are, and yep. we're, we're looking, then it's a no flight. Yeah, 100% agree. You've got to write these bills yeah. correctly. We've seen a couple yeah. of them that have been They're not written right. Not yeah. written right. Yes. And some that have been. So that is very, very important. I we think Sarah Huckabee did a good ago. job in, in Arkansas, mm-hmm. Sanders. I think she did. So these bills, you got to yeah. look, they nuance. you really got to look important. at the, yeah, very. Very yeah. important. But I, I think, think it's, yeah. it's moving in committee. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I love I love the idea of the Department of Education going away. I don't think the federal government should be involved in you know local school districts at all. I mean, that's you know that's the way I feel. It's been a, sort of a I mean, let's go back to Reagan. You know, that was a priority of his. Um, you know, of course, it has no chance. I mean, nothing even mildly sensible has a chance to pass right. through, through a Democratic Senate and yeah. Joe Biden. So, but I do think that this stuff should be proposed. Let them keep shooting it down. Mm-hmm. You know, they should keep shooting it down. They should be required to have these votes on it and get them on record that they want your kids' yeah. education to be handled in Washington, D.C., instead of by the people who know your kids the best. That's the way it should be. It should be by the parents and it, whatever, uh, whatever school they choose to put their kids in, and that's it. That's Sometimes it. you just need to socialize an idea for a while. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's it, before it before it's taking root. And yeah. that's, for that matter, this will do that. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of the left wanting to uh, indoctrinate and just I don't know fully take over your children, they I, they really do literally want to do that. Uh, apparently, according to many of them, including Assistant Secretary for Health Rachel Levine who uh, came out and said that LGBTQIA plus apostrophe semicolon Z whatever two, the two, two, two S? Yeah, I hope, I hope you're going to get this right. Because if you don't, Is it two I will be reporting S? you to Pete Buttigieg. It's two and two S. In alphabet. I'm just going to say the whole alphabet next mm-hmm. time I introduce mm-hmm. them. Uh, so, so he said that some LGBT children need their parents replaced with a supportive adult. Watch. One example would be the quote-unquote don't say gay law in Florida. You know, studies show that one supportive adult, one supportive adult for an LGBTQI plus kid can make all the difference in terms of of preventing suicide, in terms of of them being able to navigate the world and to to adulthood and leading a, a, you know, a happy, successful, productive life. One supportive adult. Mm -hmm. I'd love if that was always the parent, but it's not always a parent. Frequently, it's a teacher. Um, or a guidance counselor, or some other or a coach, or another school personnel. This law forbids kids essentially from uh, from talking to 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 these people. And also, it, it means that the that if you tell a teacher, the teacher has to tell the parent. And so, it really is it is a gag rule. It's a gag law mm. um, to to help that, that to prevent mm-hmm. kids from accessing supportive adults. Yes, I know. There are so many kindergartners who are like, ah, gosh, I'm gender fluid and I'm actually really attracted to uh, the, the same sex and I just don't know who to tell. And, ah, God, ah, I'm in kindergarten and I'm, I'm being taught like numbers and colors, but oh, my sexual urges. Ah, I yeah. need to tell mm-hmm. someone. I got to talk to my teacher about it. If we all know kindergartners are just like that. If I can only talk to a sick adult about right. sex, then they could sodomize me. Right. You know? Yeah. What if, ah. that, what if that world was normal? Reverse the whole thing. Mr. Levine wants access to children. Removing the parent, here the term's going to come. They want children to have sexual agency. And they want the teacher to have direct access to the child and not talk to the student. And there are many, many states where this is happening. Many school districts, they literally in the classroom tell the children, do not tell your parent. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't tell your parent. Don't tell your parent what we're reading. Don't tell them. Today, again, a new set of books in Dallas County. A whole, mm-hmm. It's flowing in like water. They're writing books. I'm telling you, it's flooding in, a.k.a. Clay Jenkins' buddies. And, and don't tell your parent we're reading this book now. Don't p- tell your parent we now taught you how to do a blowjob. D- don't tell your parent now we did that. I'm just telling you. Oh, it's incredible. This is it, man. It really is. Incredible I, well, and, it's, and it's not the don't say gay bill. No, it's not. No, it's the parental rights and education bill. Of course. Of course. Of course it's not the of don't say gay bill. About right. Well, and that's not the only thing he's lying about. That's what I was going to say. It's just this, his whole argument is so disingenuous that these people, oh, if they only have one supportive adult, they're going to grow up and be totally well adjusted into adulthood. <laughs> that is not the reality <laughs> of this lifestyle. It it makes them more prone to suicide. It makes them more prone to depression. They have many, if they make it to adulthood, I would say, if they don't kill themselves in the process because these adults are confusing them, completely disingenuous. I didn't hear that coming from Rachel Levine. No, I didn't either. And you're totally right. Uh, It's just constantly filled with lies from beginning to end. But one part of this that I think is really, really, I mean, all of this is really bad. But maybe the worst part of this, I think, is the way that, is the inherent threat is, that is being made here. If you think about every mob movie that you've ever seen, right? If uh, a mob boss wants somebody to do something, they don't threaten them. They threaten mm. their children, yes. right? Yeah. Your mm-hmm. children will die if you don't do X, Y, and Z. They're doing the same thing to these families. They're going to these mothers and fathers and saying, if you do not affirm their made-up gender, they will kill themselves. Your kid will be dead. Do you want your kid dead? Do what I say or your kid dies. It's the same threat. And the fact that that is the, the formal basis of what they're attempting to do to parents, and you know, a lot of parents go along with this in, in, in almost understandable ways. It's, it's like they're told by a doctor, yes. Hey, your kid's going to die if you don't do X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. Well, of course they want to do that thing. Right. And so they go Let's oh, do it with no empirical data to support exactly, it. Exactly. The no opposite. Yeah, we have data on the opposite. It's true. I can and tell you how the child that all of a sudden is transgender is now open to a pedophile online. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I think that's why, too, it's so important to have these conversations and have parents have a comfortable foundation mm-hmm. to make sure that they, when they get hit with this stuff from some lunatic doctor or some you know weird guy dressed up as a woman, they're able to say no and feel comfortable that they're not killing their child. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that is what the stakes are as presented by the establishment right now. And that's got to stop. I can't believe you just said that was a man dressed up as a woman. He's so beautiful. Did you say he? How dare you say <laughs> that he's said. so beautiful? <laughs> he's, oh, yeah. he's so beautiful. We can just blame he's so, look, yeah. He's so feminine. Look, that is a beautiful <laughs> a woman beautiful, right there. Feminine, delicate <laughs> looking flower right there. Another, and yet another diversity hire, by the way. And is there any doubt in either one of your minds? Because, like, what is he, the deputy <clears throat> health secretary yeah. or whatever? When the actual health secretary, whoever that is, winds up stepping down. Who's going to get that job? 100% this person who has absolutely no qualifications whatsoever and should never have had this gig in the first place, of course they're going to get promoted. Congratulations, America. Everything's going great. Um, all right, we got to take another quick break. But uh, first, I want to tell you about the fearless roll call going on. So if you turn on the news or open up Twitter these days, uh, one thing becomes blatantly obvious. The world is uh, in desperate need of godly men. I mean, I know them. I have two here sitting at the table with me, but um, but uh, if if you're looking to uh, to get some, I don't know, a roll call, maybe a boot camp, 
Uh, this is what inspired Jason Whitlock to organize Fearless Army Roll Call. This is an all-day event to encourage men to put on the full armor of God to take a stand against the evil forces destroying American culture. This is going to be a conference where you're going to hear inspiring speeches from Jason and several special guests that will inspire you to be a better husband, father, and witness of Christ. Roll Call will inspire, uplift, and entertain you. You can join hundreds of like-minded men in Nashville on April 15th for this conference. Tickets will likely sell out, so secure yours today by going to fearlessarmyrollcall.com. That is fearlessarmyrollcall.com. I want to introduce you to another beautiful, beautiful woman. This is not a woman. This is actually a man. This is Adam Labukin, who, uh, (laughs) this is is like actually very enraging, this story. He, so this is a male child rapist who now identifies as a female, who is now being held in a women's prison. Uh, that contains, of course, a, a mother and child unit and actually houses infants within the prison. So what could possibly go wrong? Um, he raped a three-month-old infant in British Columbia. He was uh, 15 at the time of the crime, which, by the way, left the infant so badly injured that um, he had to be flown 410 miles away to undergo reconstructive surgery. And, um, by the way, he wasn't done there. Um, if you weren't just, like, totally blown away by his amazing character. Uh, After that, he mutilated himself and ate his own flesh. Um, And then, of course, later was uh, declared Canada's youngest dangerous offender at the ripe old age of 17. Um, Also drowned a three-year-old boy at the age of 11, but avoided charges because this uh, psychopath was under the age of 12 when he did it. And now grew up, decided to identify as a woman, and um, is now being housed with women. What could possibly go wrong? When the hell is it going to be enough for society to start protecting women? When? How many women? Because we've already had, we have already seen women in these correctional facilities being hurt, being raped being impregnated from these men that are identifying as a woman and going in there and raping these women. And I'm just wondering how many women have to be hurt? How many women have to have their scholarships taken away? How many women have to be negatively impacted by these mentally deranged individuals before we finally say, you know what? That's a dude with a penis, and we're not going to house him in a correctional facility with women because that's freaking dumb. Just wondering. He's a dude, yes, with a penis, but also a murderer, mm-hmm. also a rapist, and apparently also a demon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Is it a man? Is it a woman? Is it a leopard? No, it's a demon, right? This is why when you walk about 400 yards this way, you find an electric chair and a guillotine in the museum next door. That's why those things were created way back when. Because at that time, culture said, um, we don't know how to deal with this in society, so we're gonna terminate life. I'm not saying life should be terminated, but I say that individual should be in solitary for life, locked at the very bottom of the male correctional facility, and never see the light of day, never see another woman or child, should not have the privilege to operate or even signal to the world that he wants to now identify as something else. And and 
The fact that society doesn't frown upon this stuff should tell us how far we've actually drifted from the fear of God. Yeah. So. I mean, it's, you know, he's a murderous child rapist, right? And you're putting them in a position where he might have access to children in some way. I mean, this is, I think you said Canada, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's at least not within our borders for once. Yeah, um, yeah I was going to say, not that it hasn't been before. There, right? It is happening here. It is. And uh, that, look, you know, I think if he was of age at the time of these crimes, we would be talking about the death penalty, right? I mean, murder is, <laughs> that's, you know, it's, I mean, you know, child rape, I think, is, is also on that same uh, level where you're talking about the worst crimes that anyone can commit. And that has been a capital punishment situation. I mean, Louisiana tried to do this uh, yes. years ago, and the Supreme Court uh, tried to uh, want to blocking it. Uh, but I mean, look, this is the type of thing that should be at that level. Uh, and you know, the fact, like, the fact that he's identifying as a woman is such a disgraceful <laughs> mockery. Yeah. Of even to if I mean, I, you know, like you talk to some of these like clinic. You know, we've talked we talked to Dr. Deborah So before on the air, and she's very critical of you know, transitioning <laughs> for children, but she's more like, you know, understanding about maybe an adult who wants to do it or more, you know, forgiving of that. And it's like, well, you can have those, uh, you can have those <laughs> conversations um, when, but even people who are maybe not a hundred percent in agreement with us, right? Maybe someone yeah. who's a Democrat or a yes. moderate Democrat yes. would look at this and say, I think even some liberal Democrats would look at this and say, wait a minute, like this is absolutely crazy. It would be a parody. If a we lot were, of the gay community would look yeah. at this yeah. and go, listen, this cannot, yeah. this cannot be right. Someone, you know, like no one in the LGBTQIA2 plus community, most of those people don't want to be paired with someone like this. And the fact that you're going to, to allow this insanity to put them in the position where they can hurt women or children I mean, it, you know, it's, it's Trudeau's Canada, I will tell you that. Yeah. But, Stu, do you know what happens to a guy like that in a male prison? No, not, not good things. Um, All of a sudden, he becomes a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, when we come back, um, I want to talk Stu's favorite topic, Chris Cuomo. Ooh. Cuomo uh, apparently admitted that he wanted to kill everybody, including himself, uh, as he navigated through this whole CNN ousting. It's a very, very weird clip. Listen. Except that I had to accept because I was going to kill everybody, uh, oh. including myself. Things can consume you. Italians are so <laughs> passionate. And I really had to fight against that because, you know, just like you did, I got too many people counting on me. So he's the villain and the hero in one sentence. That's mm. a really weird thing to just admit and be like, I don't know, I'm Italian, I just want to kill people. Yeah, because as you point out, Bianca, he's, the, he's the victim, or he's the villain yeah, and the, and the hero, the hero yeah. but also the victim because he's a victim of his Italianness, and really he couldn't control <laughs> his murderous tendencies because that's what Italians want to do. They want to murder. Yeah. Uh, all Italians Apparently. are constantly in a, in a vicious, like, Hey, uh, we, heard it rage. From, we heard after, it from an Italian. Hey, hey, okay? After a bowl of al dente pasta cooked perfectly, <laughs> you just want to do no. You just want to do the thing, you know. Uh, sure. How weird. Yeah, very weird. I mean, look, it, it wouldn't be because you you might be able to argue. Well, you know, it's like you want. I want to hammer everybody. Well, you're not actually going to take a hammer to them. Maybe he's using it as a turn of phrase. Unfortunately, this is a person who's threatened multiple people. That he's That's been what I'm saying. Like we've seen him on yeah. video going crazy at people mm -hmm. and threatening them. Yes, he has. He has very little control over himself. So I, I honestly would not want to be anywhere near him. He, you know, he seems to be a threat to everybody around him it, after a statement like that. It seems like something that you probably don't want to say if you've actually just started with another news right. network. 
who like has liability, you probably don't want him to come out and say like, yeah, I was so mad, I was gonna kill everybody, including myself. Huh? Can you imagine the crew? It does not seem to be wise. Can you imagine the crew on his set? The crew. Right? No. They're like, uh, can I get reassigned to, yeah. to, to a, can, I, can I tape on another To a, me a mentally stable host? Would that be possible? Wow. HR? Hello? HR? Wow. I don't know if it is possible these days, especially over on the on left-wing media. I mean, like, yeah. you're seeing what's going on. You know, Who's stable there? Yeah, Name CNN anyone. is having all sorts of problems. Again, more people getting fired for sexual uh, yeah. situations. Uh, uh, the Don Lemon thing from today where he's, you know, going yeah. through and, and uh, saying that women are past their prime. Uh, what, 40 or 50 years old? Nikki Haley's too old. She's past her prime. I looked it up on Google. Um, you know, this is a weird collection of people. And uh, it's leading to large problems over there and apparently in this state. It couldn't happen to a more deserving group of people, I might just add. I'll, I'll, I'll end it with that. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.